Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Do you like boutique effects? Do you like British-built boutique effects? Then you'll love Tate FX. A British-built boutique effects brand who makes brilliant little boxes for your board. Utilizing the best components available and producing a small but well-tailored range of Sonic devices, Tate Effects might just be the next effects you've been looking for. Check them out. TateEffects.co.uk Welcome to the 198th episode of the Guitar Nerds Podcast, the first episode of 2019. I am your host, Joe Branton, joined this week by Mark Packham. Bang. Lyrical blow to the jaw. And Jay Cross. Are you going to be this enthusiastic all year? Because I'm not sure I can handle it. No, that was just, you know, actually, there was quite a lot of mic clipping going on. Yeah, in I, that, I, that I did notice. I, I was quite enthusiastic. That's what happens when that's what happens when you do sound check, but you don't give it your all. Yeah, I should have given it my all. Anyway, dear listener. Whenever I do sound check with a band, uh-huh. I'm, people always get annoyed because I'm, I yell really loudly into the microphone. But it's like, but that's, that's because, how loud it's going to be. Yeah. That's how loud it's going to be. You are a yeller. Yeah. Yeller-bellied. Yeller <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeller-bellied coward. So, dear listener, welcome. <laughs> welcome to the start of 2019's Guitar Nerds podcast. And my goodness, there's lots of things happening. Because Nam is round the corner. Wunam. I can't believe it. It's Wunam in, 2019. It's in, it's in two weeks. I've got... I, I've. What day is it today? Today's Monday. Yes. I'm flying in one... Less than two weeks. I've got a question. I'll be there two weeks today uh-huh. in California. What was the question, well, Mark? Next week, episode 199. Yep. Yes. 199. week after, episode 200. No, 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 it's not. It's not, <laughs> oh, it's not episode Nam 200. Special. No, no, yeah, it's the NAM special. How are we doing the NAM? I don't think well, we've even talked about no, this. Yeah, what we're going to do is all the NAM episodes don't have episode numbers. They're called NAM specials. It means that we can hold off episode How 200. How many NAM episodes are we doing? I don't like this. We did this during Gear of the Year, even though previous Gear of the Year episodes have been numbered. No, no, yeah, no, but no, that's no, because no. we realised that we <laughs> Gear episode... of the Year would have fallen over episode 200 and we wanted and we to have... do something special we... for episode <laughs> 200. However, we then realised that we're going to be a couple of us are going to be away for Nam episode, yeah. on episode 200 and so, even by even by pushing it back for a week we're going to be podcasting on the day that I get home from Nam yes which will be episode 200 oh, which is also, which won't be which is also the day of the Royal Rumble yeah which but, obviously we're not podcasting on that day uh, um which do, I, I mean Guitar Nerds Quiz Listener what do you think Let us know on the Facebook group Facebook.com Forward slash Guitar Nerds Groups What do you think We should do for episode 200 I've Should got... it be A Guitar Nerds Royal Rumble Should it be a Guitar <laughs> Nerds Quiz I've uh, got a 
brilliant new quiz that I've stolen from the... Uh, yeah, I don't believe you. Uh, honestly, it's Your great. quizzes are always stolen the worst from who? It's a new style quiz. Uh, stolen from um, the IGN podcast, which is something that I listen to, which is cool. Um, Intergalactic moron. Yes. N. Planetary. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I what the, what they do on the game is they do, like, how many can you name? So I would say, like... I, I, ten. Joe, Joe Branton. Yes. Electronics compressors. How many can you name? And then if you say five. Oh, it's, this game is called. Um, how many can you name? No, it's not. It's called Arrogance. And I play <laughs> I mean, it at the you pub. Should be often. pretty good. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's it's great. I, I'm always annoyed with the name of it because because if the idea is that you name an amount that you maybe can't name, well then that's not arrogance. That's pomposity. So the name of the game is incorrect. Arrogant. Why don't we do a quick uh, round now just to try it? No. How, how, Electromonics compressors, how many can you name, Joe Brandt? Uh, um, one, two. <laughs> Jake, Jake Ross, do I hear three? Oh, uh, no. Oh, can you name the two? White finger, black finger. <laughs> um, oh, no, I can't even remember. Uh, no, you don't get to play tone now. Tone corset. You, you no, don't no. get to play now. No, you're um, out. You're out. Joe Brandt wins yeah, that round. I win that round. One point for me. What Jake if I'd Cross. also said two? Eat, you can't say two. You got to go one more. Dirt. Or you wear could, one more. You could be crazy and go seven. You could oh, yeah. really. But but then the would someone out. else go eight? And then they wouldn't be able to name eight. But you'd be like, yes, it's like poker face. Not not the song. Poker face. Really likes that film that she was in recently. Don't watch it. Um, uh, well, excellent range of guitars uh, played by that that fellow. What's his Bradley name? Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Did you see the uh, the? I keep thinking the lovely... he's Hugh Jackman, but it's not. He's in all the other films. That Olive have come out recently. Green Drab three three five. Drab you, Olive. Drab Olive. I tell you what, Gibson. Is he the um, Gibson got some nice instruments into that? Chris Novoselic. No, Chris Soundgarden. Uh, Chris Chris Soundgarden. Wolfman Cutbertson. <laughs> Chris. <laughs> Cornell, Chris Cornell, is it the Chris Cornell signature? No, that's Olive Drab. Is it? Oh, it might be the Chris Cornell signature. I think it had TV Jones in it though. Oh yeah, probably. I doubt it was the Chris Cornell. It did have signature. TV Jones in it. It did have TV yeah. Jones. Very in it. lovely. What a lovely instrument. Well done, Gibson. Actually, getting some good <laughs> guitars into a. Do you know what I was watching the other day on Netflix? Um, um, uh, Hot Girls Wanted. Is that a show on Netflix? Uh, yeah, it is. Oh no, yeah. I, I wasn't watching that. I only watched quality. Uh, here, we uh, go. here we go. So here I we was go. watching the Taylor Swift uh, live uh, live <laughs> okay, show on Netflix, and she has an <clears throat> excellent sparkle green um, Jaguar jumbo. Oh, okay. Because she had been playing a Johnny Marr Jag. Oh no, yeah, but recently. But I thought she would be playing a Taylor Taylor Swift, but she wasn't. She's playing a Gibson. It's not really stage rev- worthy, uh, is it? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, Ed Sheeran plays his. Little Does he, he's not really stage worthy, is he? But you know, Taylor Swift, on the other hand, sparkle green jumbo. Oh, it, I mean, it looked great. Talking about things on streaming services and not being stage worthy. Oh last gosh. night, oh, wait, uh, no, last night, you. Ella was making some dinner, and I was like, well, I'm going to find something for us to watch on Amazon. And for some reason, I stumbled across Kiss Live in Vegas. Um, <laughs> Kiss are rubbish. They're more bad, <laughs> what a bad band. Be careful. I recently stated that I didn't like Dave Grohl, and everyone lost their mind. You got mullered. Yeah. Got absolutely mullered on um, the Facebook. I thought what you were about to talk about was the Goss, the, the, the Bross, Bross documentary. No. Have you seen this, Joe? The Bross documentary. No, but Mark Hackham literally won't talk to me Mate, about anything honestly, else. So even though I haven't watched it, I feel like I have. So um, to any listeners who 
don't know what we're talking about, there is a documentary on the BBC at the moment. It's on the BBC iPlayer, which I it's think you can access in, from in America. I'm not sure you can. No, I don't think you can. Like we can't watch Saturday Night Live. They can't watch the BBC iPlayer. It's not like a. It's not like a. It's not like a the trade embargo. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, it is. Isn't it? It is. It's I exactly it was. that. Right. Okay. They're holding anyway. SNL to ransom unless we let the uh, <laughs> let the iPlayer go. <laughs> um. Anyway, there's a the, there was a British pop band called Bros, who were made up of two brothers whose oh, last name. Well, surely then they're called Bros. I thought it's Bros. No, yeah. oh. it's Bros. And like Moss Bros. Yes, like yes. Moss Bros. And but the what is more. Confusing then is that their last name is Goss. Oh, so they're the which bros. is why they're Bros. They're the Goss Bros. The Goss Bros. And there was also another fella in the band, but they never talk about him in oh, the okay. uh, documentary at all. Anyway, it, the documentary is called "After the Screaming Has Stopped." After the screaming <laughs> oh stops. Goodness. After the screaming stopped. And basically, is it's kind of set <laughs> Sounds up like a horror movie. It's kind of set up like this is what happens to people who are in bands when they stop being in bands. and Because they, they were hugely famous at the time. Oh, so when the screaming stops isn't referring to some sort of dark... It's no, no, like, no. It's, it's not like removing the, 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 the clamps. <laughs> Crikey. No, it's more like... Uh, it's more like... Um, it's supposed to be the clean uh, podcast, parent, Mark. <laughs> child-friendly podcast. This, <laughs> it's more like, uh, oh, you're not in a famous band anymore. We don't care about you. And... The whole thing, the thing about it is, is, is so is the two fellas were obviously so institutionalized by the music industry that that they were just, as far as I can tell, they were basically just surrounded by people saying yes to them constantly from the age of like nineteen. Like they right. they headlined Wembley Stadium when they were twenty. I've never heard of them. They you their their big song was um, when will I be when famous? will I be famous? You'll definitely recognise it. But anyway, it's like when will I be famous? Yeah, okay. that's how it goes. Keep going, keep going. Yes, keep it's 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 like an episode of The Office, right? It's so <laughs> the English Office, not the American yeah. Office. Uh, yeah. uh, no, I would say it's more like it's more like the American one, so, so not funny, so rubbish as opposed to funny. It's, uh, anyway, it, it, <laughs> it's it's really weird. It's good though. It's a really good watch. It's a great insight into and they seem like re- I. When I first started watching it, I was like, I'm going to really dislike these fellas by the end of it because they are just a little bit, I don't know, but I came away from it thinking, no, they're re- they're like really nice, genuine people. They just, right. I, 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 yeah, it's really, it's really, really worth a watch. Really worth a watch. It's really I, good. It's just mad. Yeah. The whole way through is mad. And it, honestly, there are parts of it where you think it's scripted. What guitars do they play? Uh, at one point, he's playing a uh, custom, I assume, a custom shop gold sparkle telly. Yep, oh, that's yeah. in there quite a lot. Oh, I have that. Um, the bass player's got some sort of custom shop five string. Oh yeah, you'll be oh, well standard. into that. Standard. Not custom, not Fender custom shop, just like a custom shop. Yeah. Oh right. Bass. Yeah. So a weird boutique. Yeah, yeah. I've been thinking about moving to five string. Of course, but with a high C. Hit that high C. You, you had that opportunity to buy that Fender, Fender five. five. I've been looking around for one. But you have the Haven't there, wasn't there only like 20? Not a lot. I think there are less than a few thousand sort of thing. Most of them are in the States as well. I found one. There's one on Reverb, but it's too much money. Mark, you work for Reverb. Can yeah, you get I'll him a staff discount? Get me a deal. I just turn it down a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Just turn the price down. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah. Just so turn... it works like a tap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a price knob. 
You just yep, turn indeed. that price knob down. <laughs> price knob. Turn the knob down. Anyway, um, uh, before we... There, there is tons of news. We should course, talk about the fact that Matt's not here. Yes, we will. Okay. We, we've also Sorry, got loads of interrupt. news. We've got loads of news to get through because, of course, Nam is but two weeks away and people are starting to release their new fun and exciting things, including a couple of major releases from some guitar companies. But first, yes, unfortunately, we were... The plans were to be a full house, weren't they, for... Um, the first podcast of 2019. But um, but uh, uh, Matt Knight uh, recently exchanged his internet router for a potato. And so uh, <laughs> and we, we, we are finding out now that apparently that, that makes it slightly harder for him to uh, to log into the... Apparently uh, you can make a clock out of one, but you cannot make a router. I can only <laughs> assume that he found his dial-up box from 1998 and has dialed into the internet from 1998. 1998. It sounded so bad. Yeah. And also, he's he just, just waiting for South Park pictures to he download. Was so he, tired. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I tell you what I was downloading in 1998 was I was going to kennyscrib.com, the website where We've someone threw wrestlers as South Park characters. We've talked about this so many Have times we, what, on, on the podcast? podcast? Yes. Okay. Well, it's a new year. It's a new year. And, you know, I'm here to talk about things again. Have you ever heard of this amp I really like? The Blues <laughs> Junior. I thought it was the Pro Junior. These these days uh, I, I don't know what that is mate I'm uh, afraid only good power supplies <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what yeah so the amount of people who over the last couple of weeks since when that episode of Gear of the Year came out and everyone what, what episode Qu- the, qualify it for new listeners I am getting to it spoilers okay. for Gear of the Year spoilers for Gear of the Year blah 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 when we uh, when I fought tooth and nail for the MXR uh, Isobrick Mini to like do really well and give it a year. Everyone, everyone gave me so much smack, and I got, I got like messages that I thought I honestly gave all the smack to Branton. <laughs> I there were there were there were like comments on the Facebook group which I honestly thought were bordering on like personal insults. Yes, yes, they were, they it were, was it was. I, I mean, I don't care. Got, you people, you people, you people can say whatever you want about me. I don't care. I will just kick you out the group when you think you're safe. Um, but they uh, anyway, loads of messages, and I was like. You know what? I don't care. I I I know what I said. I believe what I said. A couple of weeks later, all these MXR mini isobricks start turning up on boards. People saying, oh, "Actually, I tell you what, I, f- I think it was a good idea." That, that actually, yeah, yeah. yeah, not not Hollywood idea, not glamorous, but it was it was worthwhile, wasn't it, Joe? You agree with me, don't you? I, I, I respect your um, I respect your right to an opinion, <laughs> and I respect the democracy of the Guitar Nerd's Gear of the Year system. Good. Um, That's so not what that. you you said when we were talking about your solo podcast. That's you what said, I said on the solo podcast. I respect your I, res, I respect that, that doesn't go right that doesn't go far enough as far as I'm concerned. I said it was the right product for you and Mark to support. Um, that is that is so passag. <laughs> so passag. That's not. That's not. That's me being that's, supportive it's, it's of the right democracy. product for a couple of <laughs> middle-aged, <laughs> middle-class, middle-sized pedal I mean, board lads. We're, we're both younger than him. That's true. No, yeah, yeah. I am the oldest nerd. Um, but but yes. Anyway, yes. Mo- moving moving on uh, from that. Um, we we should mention before because we should. Blast into some some news. There's loads of news, and we've just waffled about Bros and Kiss. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> we're, bands we're briefly, with uh, any other bands you can think of that have only got four letters in a name. No effects. Gargar. We talked about Gargar. Yeah, Gargar. It's, it's, it's a space there. Um, it? Uh, um, has Ben Affleck got a band? That's not four letters. You know, oh, Gary right. Gary Sinese is in a band. I don't know. Who, oh, oh, Gary Sinees. Ga- <laughs> Is that not how you pronounce no, his name? Gary I have always called him Gary Sinees. 
As in the, <laughs> I don't even know who this lad is. As in the, as in Lieutenant Dan. As oh, in yeah. the, yeah, Lieutenant the bad yeah, guy Sinees. from that Mel Gibson movie. <laughs> Gary Sinees. I've Gary always, Sinees. I have always called him Gary Sinees. I really like him as well. <laughs> it's Gary Sinees. That was it. I really liked Gary oh, Sinees in Ransom. Uh, g- <laughs> Gary's Gary's an eight. Gary's an eight. Like, sorry, band. lads. I'm just gonna have to leave. I've got a bit of a Siamese infection. <laughs> it's always a weird name, but I like Gary Sinaizi. I, I like got actors called Gary because I also really like Gary Bussy. Gary Busey. <laughs> What's wrong with you? That's uh, the I'm, joke. I uh, Gary Sinaizi is in a band. Oh, Gary I can't Sin- get my head around that. Yeah. Gary Sinaizi is in a band. You know he played Lieutenant Dan. Yes. Well, he plays in a band called the Lieutenant Dan Band. Oh, that's great. It's really good. What an absolute. Uh, hero. Also, I watched a movie with uh, Gary Busey in it recently. I love Gary Busey. Um, I watched Predator Two, one of my favourite movies of all time. Uh, Inland Empire, uh, which is David. Is Gary Busey in that? Yeah. He's he plays the dad. I need to watch that film He plays again. the dad. Also, Henry Rollins was in that movie. No, I wasn't. like Henry Rollins. Yes, he was. You've, you were talking about a different film. What did I say? Inland Empire. Oh, I meant Lost Highway. Yeah. Sorry, I meant Lost Highway, okay. not Inland Empire. I don't need to watch that again. Well, it's you... all right, that one. It's, it's all, good. It's I liked right. it. Middling. I thought it was good. We've talked about more films when we talked oh about goodness. guitars. Yeah, yeah, let's pass on. Okay, so very briefly, because we need to get on into main podcast, but I've only spoken about this on the uh, on the Patreon. We should mention that uh, as of the, uh, as of the, well, as of now, but as of the end of uh, January, I will, uh, I'm, I am leaving my job at uh, GAK um, and I will be, I will be taking on Guitar Nerds full time. I can't believe he's done this. I cannot believe you've done I can't, this. I can't believe you guys talked me into doing this. You definitely did it whilst I was drunk. I was vulnerable. My one and only uh, New Year's resolution for this year is to... Stop this from happening. No, 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 no. no I'm all for it happening. But my resolution is to make it difficult for you. Yeah. And uh, mm. that means when you're trying to get across an informative and uh-huh. concise podcast... Yeah. I'm gonna like change the subject yeah, as, ma- as many times as possible. You, to- haven't, you haven't even seen the obstacle course we set up in your <laughs> office yet. It's amazing. <laughs> yes, yes, it's gonna be fun. But yes, I have moved to a village, set up a uh, a little video recording studio, <laughs> set up my village idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Great. No, Joe. In all seriousness, it's it's very cool. It's very exciting, and um, you know, just remember. You owe us money. Yeah. <laughs> we should say that, you know, we're not ones to talk about the Patreon that much. You know, we don't, we generally don't talk about like how it funds I mean, stuff. we do talk about it a lot. Well, we talk about it some, at the beginning of the episode and we talk about what it gets you in terms of what you get yeah. as like a subscriber. And we talk about the end of what you, at the end of the podcast, what it gets you a subscriber. But we don't often talk about what we actually spend the money on. And the answer generally is not a lot. Like, well, it's, it's nothing really. I mean, the, None no, of us have none of us have ever earned any money from guitar no, nerds. We in, in four years it's no, coming up on the, we have covered our costs, uh, which is fantastic. And you know, that includes when when uh jo- when Joe went to Nam, do we pay for that? Uh, or do- yeah, yeah, the and the drug deal that went bad. Yes, yeah, yeah, that that as oh, well. When we lost ten grand in a briefcase. Um <laughs> Yeah, um, that sort of did happen, actually. But, um, <laughs> yeah, that, we can't talk about that. <laughs> <We can't. laughs> it's fine. Um, but yeah, basically, we have um, we none of us have ever made any money from guitar notes. And the reason for that is that we've kind of been saving the Patreon money for 
something. And we kind of weren't sure what it was. This had been on the cards for a while, maybe someone going full-time. There had also been talk of us maybe getting a studio. That's what it says on the Patreon. That's what we've been carroting you along with. Yeah, we might um, need to change that. because I, I mean, we sort of have got a studio. We point. do now, yeah. But but basically, Joe has decided that, you know, it's he's at a, a time in his life where... He's, you know, he's ready to jump out on the, in the big bad world all by himself. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of only like half a disciplinary away from being sacked, so it's yeah. about time. <laughs> I, uh... And uh, yeah, you and Emma have got a nice place now, and yes. uh, you're a little bit out of town. You can, you can play those um, Ashdown six by tens. I got a new Ashdown actually. Did you? Um, I got something smaller for my for home use. I got what, one of their. You just moved out of Central Brighton. Mm. into somewhere where you can play bass loudly at home yeah. and you've got something smaller. Well, yeah, because I have okay. an ABM 600, two 115 cabinets and a CTM 300, which is a big valve head. Yeah. So I got the combo solid state version of that, the, like the AAA. It's like a 100 watt 115 combo. Very good. That's good. But most crucially, it's making space for the awesome Guitar Nerd Studio that is being set up. Yeah, so yeah. let's talk a little about what you're actually going to do because, to be honest with you, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to spend your time doing because there's only one podcast a week. <laughs> that is true. Yes, well, we are. Uh, yes, we're going to be relaunching our YouTube channel, so we're going to have weekly YouTube content as well, which will consist of lots of informative nuggets of guitar information. One nugget involved. <laughs> Great. Poop nugget. Yeah, so uh, so so we are relaunching that as well as like a load of additions um to to the podcast. Uh lots of additional stuff on the Patreon. There are gonna be lots more mini series on there. But yes, the Instagram and the YouTube are gonna be expanding the most with a weekly content on there, both in the form of top tens, history ofs, and hopefully later down the line a few sort of longer series documentary style pieces as well. But you know, you'll just have to wait and see at this stage as we're sort of putting everything um, can I place. can I put it forth that uh, mod mode is does mod not mode happen doesn't does happen never happens. never ever I happens. actually address mod mode on my solo episode on the Patreon. Okay, we, I spoke about how uh, what a ridiculous idea it is to claim that you're going to do things and then not do. Well, them. yeah, but that's good. We've never had the facility to that's do that true. before, and, and now, now we, we do. do. We've got a bod who's on it full time. Absolutely, we do. Anyway, on that note, well, I was going to say the long and short of it is, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while and you want more guitar nerd stuff more ridiculousness we now kind of have the capacity to do more stuff which we've never had before um and if you want to support that in some way obviously patreon is a way to do that even at the one dollar tier if you just want to say i've been listening to this for a while i like what you do and i want to see more stuff on the youtube or the instagram that isn't necessarily behind the patreon wall you can support at the one dollar tier and um, that will go some way to us like paying joe in a sort of you know, like Reek from Game of Thrones, <laughs> right. sort, of, sort of that sort of relationship. Yeah, I mean, it, oh, the, Jesus. <laughs> I, I, I think it's you know we, we aren't we're certainly not going to like p- go on about this forever and ever. But it is this is kind of a, a weird crucial time, I guess. For this Gitanos, is it's Gitanos two point It kind of is, yeah. And it's it's you know it's an experiment that we're giving a go. Joe is going to go full time and see if. It can, you know, we've got a pool of money saved up from, you know, people who have been um, supporting us through Patreon and through some ad 
you know, add money that we've we've got through various avenues throughout the year. You know, name normally by uh, you know taking taking backhanders to talk about products that we oh, yeah, really like that sort of stuff. You know, power like, supplies, power supplies, um, small valve amps, that sort of thing. <clears throat> but yeah, if you have ever th- considered supporting the podcast financially um now would be a good time to do it and just give it maybe give it a go you know do the do a dollar and see if that's cool and or if you want to check out the patreon episodes do five dollars and see if that's cool but if you're not into it that's also fine we don't you know we just appreciate the fact that everybody listens but uh yeah that is the last we will there we go talk that's, about yeah that that's, was that's, money. A, that's the sales pitch done it was let's, like a mid-roll ad yeah that was kind of a bit mid-rolly let's talk about some pre-nam news news first up pre-nam news i think you should say first up again because you you went first up first up you did it again literally first did up. <laughs> first up Prenam News, Ibanez have announced their full new lineup for 2019. 134-ish guitars. No I know one needs that, that many. Because I've been creating the blooming listings at GAC, but um, that is less than they have ever released before. This is a streamlined... <laughs> 134 <laughs> models. <laughs> Does it? But it's, it's like... Very it's, streamlined. It's not that many models, is it's it? Colours, no, it? No, because there's colour yeah. options within that. But um, <clears throat> but the cool thing is, I think Ibanez released lots of stuff, and we tend not to speak about them because we tend to be slightly more traditionally focused, and certainly over recent times, Ibanez have been focusing on a lot of their sort of sported uh, super strats, Fan-fretted stuff has become very popular for them. And, of course, last year, the introduction of the AZs, or AZs. Um, I expected to see an expansion in the AZ series, um, which is not what they've You're got. right, Joe. You've got a bit of a gas oh, going yeah, on. Yeah, a bit, a bit gassy, a bit gassy. <laughs> a little windy pops. Oops. Yeah, sorry about that. Can I just say, before you go any further, we say it's slimmed down. They still launched 60, yes, 60 new models. 60 new um, In the run-up to NAM. Yeah, which is uh, yeah colossal, but they they always do. They always release loads. What I thought was interesting is um, so when I found out that Ibanez were releasing all their new models, um, they have a, uh, a warehouse up in in Birmingham where their UK distributor stocks all their stuff. So I spoke to them, arranged for us to go up for GAK to go up and for us to shoot some videos on all the new models. So I immediately contacted our, our resident metal guitarist. Um, a guy called Adam Bell and got him to come up with us only to find out when we got there um, that at least 60% of the guitars, maybe higher, were new models from their Artcore series. <laughs> <laughs> and this must be the jazziest year for Ibanez guitars ever. And I, I posted some on the on the uh, Guitarnet's Facebook group, but the most exciting ones for me were their new, their AS63 three model guitars which are their entry level 335 style um sort of dot style uh hollow bodies that they've released in coral pink a shell pink color a mint blue that a sea foam so green and a twilight orange which is kind of a you know a, a hot orange. orange i don't know how to describe it but they're... Oh, imagine eating a hot orange <laughs> but there are uh, some cloves in it <laughs> that'd be horrible or just mull mul- Mullet M- M- over, mate. <laughs> anyway. But uh, they're £319, which is it, an incredible price point. Admittedly, they have pickups that I don't think ever suit hollow body guitars. They have those sort of um, exposed 
open coil, open coil humbuckers. Never, never a fan of those on a traditional guitar, but you can still change those out. And for three hundred and nineteen pounds, this is incredible. We're talking about a shell pink three three five for three hundred pounds, and it comes with Ibanez's build quality, which exists even at their sort of most entry level of instruments. So. I thought they were absolutely fantastic. And then it, it didn't even finish there. Sort of moving up the range, they introduced 12-string versions of those guitars, also available in, in mint colours. They int- introduced one with a Bigsby. Um, and then in the series above that, which was the 73, uh, the AS73 series, they'd introduced, first of all, proper sort of chrome-covered humbuckers, but dipped finishes, like a dipped green that goes from like a slime green to a sort of British racing green. <laughs> And a, and a dipped blue that goes from sort of a Pelham to a royal blue, like the azure blue and green valley uh, 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 gradation, gradation, yeah, gradation, yeah, gradation is, is what they uh, what what they call this. But and they have block inlays as well. Absolutely fantastic, four hundred and fifty quid. Yeah, this is wicked. This is cool stuff that Ibanez are doing. Not stuff that I'd sort of. Well, I, I know if if you like modern guitars, I'm sure you normally do like Ibanez stuff. But for me, I was like, oh, this is absolutely banging. And then you move up again, and they've introduced this expressionist series, the AS ninety three, which they're doing. Uh, they're doing an ebony bodied one, and they're doing a zebra wood topped version with with the uh, again with the covered humbuckers block inlays torque guard gold hardware they look so regal they look like you know if gibson were to do this same thing i you know appreciate it. like if you know if if anyone else was to do this sort of thing it would be a couple of grand i appreciate that the parts are cheaper on this but um i mean absolutely banging sort of incredibly cool looking instruments for you know 599 quid they also released like a cool you know we don't talk about acoustics too much on this podcast but they released a whole range of acoustics that all look great like um can we talk about the one that natural finish maple necked acoustics parlors what can we talk about the one that got released today <laughs> yes. so this yeah, one go seems, on. you this, this so one. this one seems to be a little bit outside of the uh, rest of the releases because this one came out today whereas the rest of the stuff came out a couple of days ago uh this is the Ibanez Alt Star um the model is the ALT30 I believe um and uh so basically it looks like a regular sort of single cut um, acoustic, uh, like a kind of slope shoulder thing with a single cut. The right. first thing you notice is that the sound hole is not round. Uh, it is kind of a weird sort of offset egg shape, um, which is right. kind of odd. Um, and then the next thing you notice is it's got like an RG neck and headstock on it. So you've Wait, got an RG neck and headstock. Yeah, so RG headstock um, with a kind of vintage Ibanez logo. You've got shark fin inlays. You've got binding on there. Um, just looking at it. Uh, oh, this, this, this doesn't sound like a good idea. 15.7 inch radius, so incredibly flat. Um, and you've got, oh, joins at the 16th fret as well. So you've got incredible upper fret access. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Just what, you need, just what you need when you're playing uh, so Blackbird. Like, like a bit of a ridiculous thing, but price-wise, $299. So probably the same roughly in pounds. Um, and it comes in a sort of pink burst, charcoal, um, a the regular sunburst and like a blue burst. In fact, I've got the names here. Indigo blue burst, uh, natural brown burst, red coral sunburst, and transparent coal burst. Um, all matching headstock. So, you know, similar to a regular RG. Um, and 
uh, they've got an onboard preamp as well. So yeah, for plugging in and stuff and tuner and stuff built in. So a, basically a very, very modern acoustic. Um, but alongside that as well, Joe, I don't know if you picked up on this, but they've also released a bunch of signature models as well. Um, and you were saying that they're kind of deviating from the regular RG pointiness that you expect from Ibanez. Yeah. Um, they have released basically a bunch of signature models based on kind of the um, AZ concept. So uh, update to the Andy Timmons, the ATZ100 Andy Timmons, which basically takes the spec from the old Andy Timmons guitar and kind of plonks it on the AZ, AZ. body. And yeah, neck. I was uh, that that one sort of Plunker. passed me by. I wasn't that impressed by that. Well, I mean, it just is what it is. You know, he's had that same guitar for ages. It's got those Demacio Cruiser pickups in it, uh, yeah. which are like a railed strap pickup, um, and it's just a sun, it looks like a sunburst strap basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, what's curious to me is that they've they've released a bunch of new signature models, but they are basically the AZ model with some different specs. So we've got the EH10 Eric Hansel. Um, which is basically in like a kind of grey colour. Two pickup on this one, Humbucker in the bridge and Telly pickup in the neck. So Seymour Duncan Hyperion in the bridge uh, and then an Alnico 2 Pro in the neck. Um, looks kind of, I mean, it look, it's got coil tap as well, so I guess you can tap the bridge. Or it's got a m- mini toggle, which I expect is a coil tap. Yeah, Um Core split. Um, so you know, very traditional. Essentially, Eric Hansen is the Tron guitarist. So one of the uh, one of the first people I don't know to what get that is. Uh, Tron or a band. They um, <laughs> really, yeah, they had. A... <laughs> I thought it was that film with Jeff Bridges. <laughs> they uh, they had uh, the the first prototypes of the AZ. Tron. Tron. It was a Tron. Oh, joke. I Who's thought you were talking about joke. the men who stare at goats. <laughs> no. No. Jeff Bridges isn't in that, is he? Maybe not. <laughs> so Tron are, Tron are like a math rock band, and they uh, they had the very first prototypes of the uh, of, of the AZ. They were playing those early on. I've just noticed. Okay. So well, the, the, the second, so the second signature model, or the third signature model we've talked about is the MAR10. Um, belongs to a guitar player called Mario Camarina. Oh, Mario Camarina! I um, <laughs> sounds like Macarena, doesn't it? Um, Maybe in your head. Um, who is also a guitarist from Tron? Oh right, right. okay, yeah. fine. So here's. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. His, uh, the, uh, the model number on that is fantastic. The model number on that is the MAR10. So it looks like it says so Mario. It looks like Mario. Martin. Oh. No, not Martin. <laughs> <laughs> Mario. Oh, I see. Mario Mario. Oh, What's your name, Luigi Luigi? Um, and uh, so this one is 
again, it's on that same body shape. Um, this one, two single coils and a humbucker. Um, that kind of recessed trem that they've got, so it's got kind of up and down movement. Um, but it is in, if they don't list the colour here actually, but it's in kind of like a pink sparkle, pinky purple sparkle, would you say? Very tasteful. It looks, yeah, a, it looks a, amazing. Purple, more purpley than purple-y. pink. Yeah. Um, Should we on... say mauve? Yeah, sort of mauve-ish. Um, SLM10, Scott, mauve. Scott Lepage. Or Scott LePage. Scott LePage. Don't know how you. Don't know who he is. Don't know how you spell it. Uh, don't know how you pronounce it. Um, but again, basically the same guitar. Two single coils and humbucker. They are they the same pickups? Uh, no. So uh, the Mario Camarena has three Hyperions, Seymour Duncan, uh, and the LePage has Demarcio True Velvets and an SLM Original. Um, and with gold hardware, this is on like a red flame top, I guess. Um, and then finally, the THBB10, Tim Henson. Um, and he's got, again, very similar guitar. It's two tele pickups this time and did, a mini humbucker. Did he make the Muppets? Uh, Tim Henson. So this one's got two, two tele pickups and a mini humbucker in the bridge. No coil split this time. Um, gold hardware on black. So basically, it, it's kind of like... They've just released the one body shape and they've gone to these artists and gone, do with it what you want. And I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's great. I think it's a great idea. Yeah, these um these all look really good. No idea on pricing yet. Um, but uh, for me, the one that wins it is the Mario Camarena. Um, the Martin. The Martin, indeed. Because it's, you know, it's kind of pink and it's got the best spec. It's got a humbucker and two single coils. Perfect. Yeah. Awesome. So on the base front in the Ibanez lineup, there have been some cool new additions, but most exciting is... A blast from the past that has returned with a new name. They have introduced the Affirma base. Oh, yeah, I saw these. Yeah. Do you remember what the Affirma base used to be? No. I do. So it's a it's a p- very particular body shape, the Affirma. It didn't used to be called the Affirma, and it didn't used to be made from wood. And we've spoken about it on the podcast a lot. In fact, a listener even sent us one of these instruments <laughs> After I uh, spoke about it. It's okay. In, it's in the Guitar Nerd stock, Jay. You should have seen it. The Ergodyne. Do you remember that, that famous Ibanez Ergodyne bass that was made out of resin? Yeah. Uh, we've got one in blue. Yeah, we've yeah. got one in blue. We've got a blue one of those. I don't know. Is it your house? I don't know what it is. It's in my house. Yeah, yeah. Um, in the guitar room. Um, but yes, they have released the Affirma, which are wooden now versions of the uh, of the old Ergodyne, featuring a, a big old Bartolini pickup and a built-in thumbrest, so a recessed into the body thumbrest, and um, and a piezo as well. Still has Ibanez. Do you remember the old um, the old Ergodynes used to have because the headstock's so tiny. Would have the Ibanez logo on the body beneath the pickup. Yeah, but of course that was just drawn on because it was resin, you know, painted on. Yeah, yeah. Now they've gone for like an abalone inlay, sort of in the middle of the body. I mean, these are the weirdest things. They did sound great, but I just why would you reintroduce a body shape that was so universally? Yeah, it's very weird. Popular. <laughs> it's very weird. I'm just um, I just googled Ergodyne, Ibanez Ergodyne, and uh, one that I'd completely forgotten about, the EDC seven hundred, which is the one that looks a bit like a kind of. Imagine if you like, um, if you got a suite that was in the shape of a Music Man Stingray, and you sort of like put it the suite in your mouth for a bit, and then like came out. That's roughly what it would look like. <clears throat> I think it looks halfway That's between. Such uh, a weird. It looks like if. Ibanez made a grabber or a ripper. Yeah. Or a dinner plate with a neck on it. 
Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was it was weird. They it was a real it was a real weird time for Ibanez back then. They were they were smoking the crack. But uh, <laughs> oh my we have to make it clear for legal reasons, Ibanez were not smoking the crack. But uh, but yes, uh, but nonetheless, uh, a, a welcome addition to the uh, to the lineup. The the new Affirma base series, very uh, very premium indeed. But moving on from uh, from that, are there any other any other key models? I think we should point out. I think we focused on all the trad ones. Really, they've introduced a nine string. Oh dear. Oh yeah. There's a nine string that features uh, the the sort of uh, EMG nine oh nine. It's probably the only pickup you can get for a nine string. So. I saw that they've also last year they did the um, RG five fifties. They've also now done the RG five fifty DX, which oh, yeah. is the rosewood neck version. Yeah, that's or pretty rosewood cool. Board version. There's a new version of the mini Paul Gilbert now in mint green. <laughs> Brilliant! Just what I always wanted. <laughs> exactly the same. Exactly the same. Still can't keep it in tune because it's so small. Yeah. <laughs> um, I bet you tune it to A, don't you? Yeah, tune it up to A. Yeah, yeah I think you're supposed to do that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and um, and uh, they've also introduced uh, this new this new series called the Axion Label. You know, you have Iron Label, yeah, and 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 what have you. Axion Label seems to be their new thing, and they're like um, kind of premium Iron Label, but really retaining an excellent price point. So all sitting around the thousand pound price mark, but with all these like lovely premium features that Ibanez managed to sort of fit in on guitars that most people can't. So they've. They have one the uh, the um, the very attractively named RGA sixty one AL Axion label, um, where just as a standard model for a thousand pounds features those uh, those multi coloured sort of multi foil. Um, uh, pick- I've completely <laughs> forgotten the brand of pickup. I just watched a man's head explode live <laughs> in front of me. Um, bare knuckles, uh, okay, those uh, those multi foil uh, bare knuckle yes. humbuckers. Um, which is super cool. And they're now doing them in this new sort of oiled neck finish. So it's almost like a glossy wood okay. on the back of the neck, whereas before they would be completely satin. Yeah. Yeah, which is which is lovely. But yeah, really nice to see this new Axion series kind of. I really think there's something in uh, there for sort of a lot of uh, modern players who would be looking for something more premium for around the £1,000 price mark. So very cool indeed. Moving on from um, Ibanez, Jay Cross, one of Ibanez's closest rivals, ESP, have also announced their 2019 lineup. There's so many guitars here. <laughs> so many guitars here that I there's, there's simply no way I can get through all of them. So I'm going to talk about a couple of the real gems that are there and i think it's it's maybe worth um doing something with the notes later going right, like yes. t- talking about because it's just so there's so many guitars here we just we won't get through them all it's bonkers so um the uh the one in particular that i'd like to uh a couple in particular i'd like to highlight is um the uh reba mayers yes so reba mayers the rm600 so is uh it's kind of an offset it was a vi- it's like the the viper shape of, which is, which is kind of like offset an offset SG. sg uh but this has got a reverse uh ltd headstock single so the six in a row headstock yeah single humbucker and it's in a kind of granite esque stone finish looks so good it looks it looks really good it looks really really good and uh one thing that i haven't realized is this is esp's uh first signature model for a woman which is uh really cool really so yeah reba mayers plays in the band code orange oh yeah yeah put out one of my favorite records of last year uh well 2017 um 
and they were, I think they were nam- uh, nominated. I think they were nominated for a Grammy for that record, which is really mad because they're just like this hardcore band. Um, but yeah, really, really cool. Really great looking guitar. Definitely recommend checking that out. Um, there's a new George Lynch, uh, you know. Exactly what you expect. Exactly what you expect. Um, and another one that I think is really cool is the uh, new... For, for, for people who aren't aware, the George Lynch is like a, a tiger, tiger stripe. stripe. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, kind of like a, a strat style guitar. Yeah, a single Floyd. humbucker and a Floyd, yeah. Awesome. And matching headstock, that's correct. Matching headstock for a guitar in a tiger stripe finish. Yeah. Very, very weird. Um, the new Stephen Carpenter is fantastic. Stephen Carpenter of Deftones, uh, Baritone 7 String. Um, it's uh, 27 inch. That would be Baritone. He's, he's, had, seven he's had those for quite a while. He's had a number of different Baritones, a number of different guitars from uh, ESP and LTD over the years. Um, there was uh, a really cool um, Telecaster style guitar. Uh, which he had for a while in in like a sparkly green, sparkly which was lovely. Green. I loved that. You could get a baritone seven version of that. That yes. was only available. Baritone yes, it was. Yeah. yeah. He also did an eight. He's had an eight string in the baritone. past. Uh, I, I assume that wasn't baritone. Sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, but this one is fantastic. This is um, this one's purple, which is just absolutely wonderful. And it's just single uh, single pickup, which I don't think he's done before in anything other than the the Tele style guitar. Uh... Don't Not. think there's been single pickup before. There was, and actually, maybe the telly was only available because it was weird. You had like a, a pickup in the bridge and then one in the middle. There's definitely been single coil Steve, uh, single pickup Stephen Carpenter. Have there? Yeah. Okay. He well, also had a three pickup. Yes. With two humbuckers and a sing, an angled single. Yeah, coil yeah, yeah. Really weird. Really weird. But the um, the, that is a really, really fantastic looking guitar. Uh, it's got the Fishman Fluence. Uh, pick up which in which he's been rocking on the uh, on those telly style. Yeah, and this bro. actually says a Fishman Fluence SRC, which I assume means it's it's a signature version of his own. Uh, it's, it's his own signature version of those pickups. Um, so yeah, some really really cool stuff. Uh, as as Ibanez does every year, ESP just releases so many guitars. We haven't seen the Schecter launch yet oh. i don't think but yeah. they yeah, the similarly Schecter came out at the end of last year i think we, did we they? talked about them because they did a lot of dipped finishes so oh yeah, okay yeah. okay um can i point out that ken susie or susie i don't know how you pronounce his name but ken susie ksm6 okay um which is basically like a kind of super strat style i guess um reverse headstock one no this is silver sparkle Ooh. um with the fluence pickups concentric pots so i'm guessing volume and tone for each and a three-way selector um and an evertune bridge and it looks wicked if you're into that kind of um minimalist that's like all the mod cons yeah right basically there. well if you're like fluids and an evertune i guess i guess <laughs> if you're into like um electrical guitar company and things like that it kind of looks like that because everything on it is silver and like flashy and bling so yeah. uh, but not bling in like gold way in like a good way um so that looks really good um and all, did, i don't know if you were going to talk about this jay but also the new bill kelleher sparrowhawk yeah so i i this obviously has passed me by because i had a quick look on the esp website i hadn't realized that bill kelleher was an esp artist yeah so who I just, is he bill kelleher is from the band mastodon oh right because uh, this guitar is amazing so if you remember bill kelleher had a um signature les paul in a kind of um, sparkly sunburst oh. at one point, and uh, it was it was really really cool. But he has now got a bunch of uh, LTD guitars. 
which this one is kind of a um, RD style, but he's also had a uh, an Eclipse, so, you know, Les Paul style. But um, most of these are available left-handed, the Bill Kellers, which is something that I think is very cool. But uh, for the first time, they have done this one available in black, and it looks very stylish. Yeah, um, Black with gold hardware and block inlays. Normally, you, as you know, we're not big fans of gold hardware, but I think when gold hardware is matched up against black guitars... Yeah. It, it can look really, really classy. Can I also point out the PS1000? You which is part, point out whatever part of you their want, Mark. X-Tone series, a guitar that they've done for ages, but the latest update, Purple Sparkle and two P90s, oh, and it looks like everything. so good. So the um, X-Tone stuff are there, like offset hollow bodies that they do. It's just a bad name, isn't it? Cause it and the logo looks bad. Yeah. Should, and, you know, yeah. the person Ben who, Wyman's was an X-Tone. Yeah, it was, And that yeah. guitar looks so classy. Yeah, and ex- then it's called an X-Tone. It just reeks of budget. Yeah, and the logo looks bad on the headstock. But this purple sparkle looks immense. Looks so good. I guess if you were looking for something kind of versatile and hollow body that's not mega money um, and you wanted something that looks incredible, PS1000 by LTD. If you're ever creating a range of guitars and you're thinking of using the letter X or, tone. or the letter Z and going to use a word such as tone or like a similar word to that, like a guitar word and like a letter that you think sounds sort of, you know, that sort of radioactive sort of. <laughs> it's like, it's like <laughs> just just remember that the, the Matrix isn't cool anymore. Matrix 1 and 2 still good. 2 is the best one. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. Um, so no one's watching the Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles anymore. Yeah, they are. They had two new films Ninja Turtles. Um, we've gone through this before, I think, haven't we? Matt is no Mark was Mark's Leonardo. Yeah, Matt's Donatello, and then I I'm think Michelangelo. Aren't yeah, you the party dude, and I was the emo one. Yeah, the emo one, Raphael. He wasn't the emo. He was emo. He was well emo. He's the one in the movie, the first film. He like goes off. He he basically has a like an emo moment. Oh, that 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 is me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Yeah. That is me. Um, so uh, the other one that I really want to point out very briefly is the M1000 multi scale, uh, which is uh, LTD's first six string. Multiscale. They've done a seven and they've done an eight before. That actually but, looks really good. Yeah, it does look good. It looks... Um, I, I tell you what it reminds me of is the... Uh, now I'm going to stumble over this. The Ibanez... Oh, I mean, I'll tell you what, that, seven, looks, like, two, one. that looks like what an Ormsby hype. Yeah, yeah, it really does look <laughs> yeah, very does. much yeah, like yeah. an Ormsby RG, The RG721, which was a, a, a range of guitars that I really, really loved when, when, when they came out, when we were working at GAC. Um, just a kind of classy-looking fairly plain i mean this has got a bit of a figure this has got like a very, like a very figured top but it's it's not too outlandish which is no, something it's that quite I, tasteful I, it is yeah and it's uh it's very cool and you know obviously this is an ltd and because it's fairly plain it is um it's a, a relatively affordable uh multi-scale guitar which i think is something that is is very cool so yeah 26.5 to 25.5 scale uh with uh seymour duncan nazgul's so yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. that is super cool. Yeah, so, um, like I say... I, they? Uh, I, I, say? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, that, that much. much. Yeah. However much do you think they are, that is what they are. Um, Wonderful. Of course, loads of other loads of other stuff. A load of acoustics, which... Uh, loads of other stuff as well. So metal let's, brands. Uh, metal brands don't make acoustics. It's it's not that. It's just, I, I don't know why you try and make your acoustics look metal. That's oh, that's yeah. the problem. At least Ibanez aren't doing that at all. The new line of Ibanez acoustics look I mean, fantastic. They've other just released one. one with an <laughs> RG headstock. 
the most metal head. The rest of them be. all look cool and retro. They were like parlor sized ones, like raw finishes, maple necks. They look like old sort of bluesy. You play them on a train on the way to Louisiana, sort of acoustics. Talking about blue stuff, do you want me to talk about the Super Blues Yes, I was Blues about King? to segue in myself, Mark Packham. Yes, Mark Packham, why don't you tell us about this cool new amp from Supro? So this is the Supro. I say boom, boom, boom. Let me hear you say Supro. Supro. Um, the Supro Blues King 12. Uh, you know, we've talked about how much the uh, small 15-watt valve amp market is very competitive. Um, some obvious ones that kind of uh, stand out, ones that we've stood behind for many years. The like PV... Um, the uh, PV Classic 30. Yeah. Um, I thought you said 15-watt. Uh, yeah. the, oh, the Blackstar Artist 15. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so uh, I, this think, I think it's time... looks incredible i think it's time for a new king of the uh, small a new challenger a new, the new challenger has appeared um the supro blues king 12 is a um 12 inch uh 15 watt valve combo um looks very very retro so it's got that kind of uh that front where it's got a panel on the front and then kind of like so it looks like a radio a port an for the speaker radio. like an old radio exactly that kind of thing um and then the grill cloth is in like an the kind old, of old old small port radio. um 12 x 7s uh, in there um, and yeah it just looks uh, sorry 1287 and 6L6 um, in there um, in terms of features uh, you've got a boost and you've also got gain switch on the front end um, to give you a bit of tonal variety you've got reverb built in I believe it's actually a spring reverb your analog spring um, and you've got an effects loop so offering something that certain small valve amps don't offer um, I think these are going to be great I've requested uh, that we get one so we can have a listen to it uh, and I'm sure we'll report back in the next few weeks with how these stack up against the uh, the rest of the amps in that market of which there are many I am excited it looks fantastic I love Supro I love what they've done before. They've been firing on all cylinders recently. Well, these are also not mega money, five nine nine, so they, oh. they slot right into that kind of uh, into that bracket. Blues junior, um, and uh, yeah, be very interested to see how they stack up with the rest of the amps at that kind of price point. Super exciting indeed. Now, something that we'll just touch upon briefly because, as Marky pointed out before the podcast, these uh, there there aren't very many of these, and they're probably already all sold, aren't they? Uh, I think there's a lot of interest in them. So. Um, and they're also not available in, in the UK. Yeah, but you know, most people who listen to us are in America. Are they? Yeah. Have you seen oh. our latest Better stop stats? talking about baked beans and um, yeah. EastEnders. <laughs> um, the Chicago Music Exchange have teamed up with... What's Jim- that then? Uh, it's, it's a shop. Oh, where is it? <laughs> you tell me. I don't Somewhere p- in the Americas. Okay. I don't know. Brazil? Um, anyway, Chicago Music Exchange have collaborated with Gibson... Um, to release an exclusive range of Sugs, of SGs. That's right. Sugs. Sugs. <laughs> Didn't he sing it in the singer in Madness? <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah, so uh, Chicago Music Exchange have teamed up with Gibson and released probably the best-looking SGs I've seen in a very, very long time, a range of awesome, coloured, gorgeous SGs with torque guards, and they come in everything from TV yellow to shell pink and includes such wonderful colours as British Racing Green and a lovely uh, mint green and a lovely sonic blue um, what and why what why aren't Gibson just doing these well yeah why I mean, is it taking uh, yeah, a guitar I mean, it does, shop it, that is that <laughs> why is it taking a guitar shop to come on and sort of be like yeah just make make, make your guitars look um, good and then uh, then we'll probably sell them <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
these these look absolutely fantastic what a wonderful range of guitars i'm gutted that we can't get them chicago music exchange must be over the moon that they get to sell these because these look completely perfect it's everything i've ever wanted in an sg the torque guard sets them off really beautifully with these sort of um pastel colors what a lovely range of guitars yeah um, but yes, the, anyway, br- just brief one on that. If you haven't seen them, listen and go and check them out because they look absolutely uh, fantastic. Jay Cross, tell us about Blackstar. Blackstar, Joe Branton, have released three new amps this week, uh, but it's three new amps with a twist. So uh, this is the Studio 10 uh, s- series of amps, which I-, I actually think is a new series. I guess this falls kind of within the uh the similar sort of uh, it, it's they're not as expensive as the artist or artisan range but they are full valve and the thing that separates out these three amps is each one comes with a different type of power valve so you right. have um the EL34s you have a 6L6 both fairly standard in a 10 watt amp and most surprisingly and the one that i'm really keen to hear is the kt88 studio 10 so each of these different um valve setups they also come in a different finish each of them they do but i don't really care about that because what i think is interesting is valve sounds joe but seeing as you've touched on it (laughs) i suppose i should bring it up uh so yeah the and i'm trying to stall because i can't find a picture that shows which is which (laughs) Um, let's have a quick look so the el34 is um a black is black with is like the simple white black pipe, style finish, white yeah. White trim, piping. White piping. Uh, the 6L6 is um, a kind of a cream amp with an oxblood grill, oh, yeah. which looks very classy. That's very, the best very one. classy. And sorry, what valve was that? Uh, that's a 6L6. Oh, of course it is. Oh, that's the best one. I'm uh, there. I'm all there. And then the uh, the KT88 is in a British racing green. But also the, the, the mesh is different from that. They've gone for a Vox style front. Yeah, that's that. right. Yeah. Now, the... the I watched a video with these. Um, Tom Quayle did a video for Dawson's with these, uh, although only on the EL34 and 606. Uh, and they sounded great. It sounded really, really cool. The one I'm really keen to hear, as I say, is the KT88, partly because I'm really interested to see whether, like, how, how it works, apart from anything, because I think KT88s are really powerful valves. Right, yeah. Re- like, really powerful, which is why that you normally only find them in sort of, you know, 100 watt plus amps so i'm really keen to see how this works um i assume you'll get loads of extra headroom out of it and in order to get it to break up you're gonna have to turn it pretty full on uh but kt88s i think are great sounding valves they have done a lot of good stuff with these on their modeling amps the um uh, not uh, the id I, the id, ID core the, not the cheap ones because I've yeah. got one of the cheap ID cores and it's and it's it's really cool. But the model up from that, which was oh, I can't remember what it was called. It was it was just so so, so I don't know I ID don't core. Know. I can't remember. I can't find what it was. But it allowed you to model different types of valves and stuff like yeah. that. And they had KT88s on there, so I can only assume that they would have done a good job with it. So really keen to see how this how this sounds. And I think it's cool. I I would have. Probably, a concern I have is choosing a colour for a valve type. I think that, um, not wanting to draw too many parallels, but I think Marshall kind of suffered from that when they released the Astorias a few years ago, where it was, okay, well, if you want this amp in blue, it comes in this 
valve loadout or whatever and a lot of people said well actually what i want is that color and uh and i don't care about the valves and that i think is maybe somewhere where it, it could prove a little bit problematic but um oh no great little series really oh, keen yeah, to really and, and keen to see whether they whether they roll this out um you know to to some of their large rounds as well do you know what i wish i wish when, when black star made these cool looking traditional amps like the uh, the cream and oxblood and like the british racing green with the fox style front i wish they wouldn't use their stupid logo in tahoma <laughs> font on the front because it just ruins the whole thing it's like that's not a logo guys that's like a free font <laughs> that's just a free font like just just get a better font get a better font or use your logo like they have that star they used to star on the base amp yeah that is weird that, just they have. Use that is the true logo stop writing the word or get a better font but also i think you need to bear in mind that what i'm just holding my mic i know you, you're gonna create I feel like Freddie Mercury right yeah, now. I don't know why you Jay, picked Jay that suddenly up. Jay sort of picked up his, his mic, mic in a Freddie Mercury style. It's really weird. We're this is really unusual. Live forever. There's going to be so much like mic noise that I'm going to have to edit out. That's all right. You're off tomorrow. Um, yes, I'll put full time now. I'll put it down. <laughs> like I say, I'm literally I'm doing whatever I can to make your life more difficult. Wonderful. Um, so what were we talking about? Black oh yeah, Star's the logo. I'm not sure. I think it works on bass amps because you know you think about other base amps out there the ampeg logo is just a just a symbol isn't it really yeah. i'm not sure that just a star would work on a guitar amp i think it needs to have a logo on it just get a better font it's better font okay well you know that's you know, but that's, these that's are... just that was that's his signature yeah sure that's I his know. signature super Wherever. exciting though dave blackstar that's yeah, yeah. just how, that's that how was, he writes it that's how he writes it, it. just I came think... out like to homer barry yeah. lackstar <laughs> anyway, 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 we've um, we have run out of time. I was going to say, uh, this I'm week's bored of this now. We've run out of time on this week's episode of the podcast. We've still got loads of stuff to talk about. Joyo have released an awesome new range of pedals. I'm really excited about the, the fact that Rotor Sound have released their competition to the um, to the paradigms of the string world with their new high end range of strings. And most importantly, I really wanted to talk about the new, the new uh, Godin um, Les Paul. You can't yeah. call it a Les Paul. Sorry, it's not a Les LP Paul. style. What do they call it? What do they call it? Uh, the Summit Classic AE. I wanted to talk about their new three grand Summit Classic AE because that sounds. It's not that much. Summit Classic. So it's Summit S U M M I T Classic. C L A S S I C. Oh, I thought you but, meant something classic. No, no, that's exactly my point. It's, sort of it's, a London no, 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 no. That's exactly the point. Is the Summit Classic, where maybe if you're from Montreal, Quebec, Canada, you wouldn't say it like someone. Just, I just imagine someone <laughs> bursting into the room and going, "Lads, lads, don't do any of those modern ones. Do Summit Classic." <laughs> <laughs> okay, you've got it. You've got it. Anyway, um, Gordon that- Odin. <laughs> That is it for the first episode of 2019 <laughs> Guitar Nerds. Uh, but we will be continuing over on the Patreon episode of the Guitar Nerds podcast, where, as we've uh, mentioned, for as little as $1 a month, you can support the Guitar Joey Nerds podcast. Joey said we weren't going to talk about Patreon anymore. Oh, yeah, sorry. $1 a month gets you the regular Just finish episode. it in the normal way. Okay, $5 a month gets you an extra half an hour every week plus access to bonus features and miniseries. And $10 a month makes you one of our executive backers, granting you access to everything already mentioned. 
plus the prestigious honour of having your name read out in one breath by me. <clears throat> oh, uh, you need some backup. It's been a while since I've done this. It's been a while. Um, Look at this autograph. What are you saying? Um, I, I don't know what he's doing. I'm waiting for you to do the right, thing. Okay, fine. <laughs> Stephen Hench, Duncan Watson, Adrian Day, Ethan Jebediah Martin, Ken Sayer, Matthew King, Stephen Conrady, Gordon G, Richard the Third, Mary Peters, Sean Armour, Christoph Woodward, Jefferson, Robert Cousins, Rob Cruz, Scott Hamilton, Tucker Hamilton, Arnie Cooper, Nate Nagar, Rob Edwards, Christoph Richard, Robbie Cotter Grant, Matt Brummett, Steve Lee, Henry James Baker, Ryan McDermott, Matt Gorea, Blake Wyland, Aaron Sermon, Jane Coy, Matt Bellamy, Martin Cliff, Scott Kennedy, Christopher Lucent, Robert Smith, Hans Adams, Derek Rourich, Chris Connors, Andy Joyce, Robin Aldrich, Steve Malcolm, Mark Cross, Carlos Roger, Andy McKenzie, Brad Rage, Blair Thomas, Laurie Anderson, Paul Corrigan, Will Dyer, Moe Corrigan, Will Thompson, Conan Anderson. Look at this photograph. I made it. You did it. Only just, though. Where's another name? Anyway. Look at this graph. There you have it. You can follow us all on Twitter and Instagram at GuitarNerds or on YouTube at GuitarNerds Videos. You can even visit our website, GuitarNerds.net, where our various channels are displayed in all of their glory, and you can even purchase GuitarNerds merchandise and become a true member of the club. That's it from us for this week. We'll catch you next time for some more Guitar Nerdery. Farewell. Cheers, gang. Look at this graph. <laughs>